Now, as much as you do this for the listener and you care about what they like, you got to do what matters most to you. You know what I'm saying? So if you feel more nurturing and more caring and more more loving, that voice may actually come out. I don't know if it's even possible for Trevor Bex to be more loving, to be honest. That being said, there is a big reason why we took that break, and we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that before the end of the episode, okay? Did Trevor, did Trevor steal my girlfriend in 2015? <laughs> did Trevor do it? Cause hey, that's a bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. I think that happened, and uh, there was some beef. But I'm glad that we we're able to, you know, put it aside for for business and be professional about these things. And you know, I, I thought about this, Trevor. You know, I think our relationship behind the mics. It matters to the people. You know, it matters to the people. Our friendship, it took a hit, but I don't know, man. We got to do this. We got to do this for the people. Well, I, I, I don't know. It's been a bit of a break, you know, and it's easy just to say, oh, you know, I, I, I'm a dad and I was back in school and I was focusing on other things, but that wouldn't even necessarily be the truth, man. I mean, you could say that Jim Benning broke you. I mean, that is half the truth, but there's this other half of the truth that the listeners don't really know about. So I guess, you know, if we're coming back, I guess we've got to air out the dirty laundry. I guess that's what it's all about, right? A hundred percent. Let's do this. What's going on, listeners? You are listening so yes, believe it or not, you were listening to Silky and Filthy back on the microphones against all odds, despite people saying, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Kyle's saying, Trevor, get out of my life. Yeah. No, we're happened. all back. We're back through it all. And, um, you know, it's, again, it's the only place you're going to hear Biggie on a hockey podcast. So That's not oh, Biggie. That's me. That's me. Shit. Oh, shit. Beef's being uh, brewed back up between you and I, man. Anything else you got to say, Kyle? Come on. Come on. You know you ripped off Biggie's song. You know you did it. I did, I did. Shout out to Biggie. Rest in peace to one of the best musicians, best artists uh, of all time. And uh, yeah, we're back, people. Puck talking bullshit, Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen. Almost didn't happen. But again, I think the friendship took a hit, but the podcast relationship that we have and the uh, the power we have, it's important that the people, the hockey people, get this, get this conversation about hockey, puck talking bullshit. You're not getting this anywhere else. And remember, Trevor, we are not bigger than the task at hand. We're trying to change the fucking game, all right? So, uh, again, I had to get over Trevor stealing my girlfriend back in 2015 in, in order to be here. And it's crazy how you held that away from... You, you kept that... I, I fucking hate you, man. Yeah, I got that face, you know. The ladies love it. The exactly. guys want to hit it. You too it's, handsome. Uh... You too handsome. Don't bring your girl around Trevor. Well, I mean, uh, I'm, a, I'm a nice married man now, okay? Life's mm. different. I'm a mature motherfucker, okay? That's what I'm saying. If you were going to steal her from me, you should have married her at least. You should have <laughs> went all the way with it. it that is have really it is. made you feel better? Huh? Would we, be, would we be doing this podcast if that was the case? Man, that's true, man. If you actually didn't didn't keep this from me, then this podcast, again, this task at hand would not be here. So it, it is what it is. You know, forgive and forget. I, I do think 
Well, I don't think I'll ever forget this, Trevor, but it, it is important to forgive. It really is. Uh, and on that note, I haven't forgiven Jim Benning. I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. And there's a big reason why Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N, hopped off of Twitter. I deleted the app because I couldn't, I just couldn't stand slander against the GM of the Vancouver Canucks. And that's not because I support Jim Benning, but but it's, it's because he's the GM of the Vancouver Canucks. And I feel like we're on year 16 of this, uh, of this, of this departure from consistent success for the city of Vancouver. And it's, yo, yo, Vancouver, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, your hockey team is going to suck next year. They're going to suck again. I have to get out of there. Okay. Self-love, self-love. Yeah, I think on Nuxpis Conic right now, I've been doing a lot of daydreaming. And mm. uh, sometimes it's a bit of a therapy for me, kind of like this podcast is, um, about just how the Canucks can improve. You know, I looked at six different teams and all these players are going to go unprotected that the Canucks could swing a deal for. And uh, I might do a piece, a piece later this week, maybe theorizing three actual trades they can make there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so depressing, man. It's so tough. And I know what you said, like Jim Benning, man. Jim Benning, we're on what, year eight? I know you mentioned it feels like year 16. feels like it's been too damn long, man. And, you know, it feels like there's been some slacking right now, man. I mean, you know, sipping on a 40. I don't think you're drunk on Pedersen anymore because you're too sobered up by Jim Benning. Uh, and, and for me, the quickie, I think that's that's more of a personal thing, you know, taking care of a baby girl and whatnot. But Excuses. I style, what's that? excuses i think my reasoning for not producing a, a, a podcast anymore for the world of hockey is more valid than your situation okay becoming a daddy all right a lot of people ha- a lot of people are doing it okay you think you think you're the only one who had a daughter in the world of podcasting you know what i'm saying trevor so you betrayed the people i i had to look out for myself in my sanity and i i knew that that app was not healthy for me and Bro, I, you know, I got I to report on my phone. I'm not ashamed to say this. Honest person, honest podcaster, okay? Kyle Bowen, again. My phone told me that I was on my cellular device for 24 hours one week. 24 hours, that's one whole fucking day. And seven hours was spent on Twitter. Twitter. I probably tweeted out six times that week. I'm not the best at tweeting out. Probably one of the worst. But there I was spending a lot of time scrolling and reading these tweets. And what am I reading? I'm reading nonsense with the Aaron Rodgers situation in the Green Bay Packers, that's just breaking my heart, kicking me in the dick. And then once again, and it's going to be for the foreseeable future, Jim Benning slander. And again, he's the boss of your Vancouver Canucks. Right right below Francesco Aquilini. He's the guy calling the shots, and it's it's going to be that way for another 12 months, and that is, that is dark. That is dark. If Jim Benning is your general manager... You got no chance. Got no chance. And uh, I had to get off the app, man. I've saved about seven, eight hours a week, and I'm much happier. <laughs> you know, I don't sound happy. I know I found out my best bud stole my girl. I had to stop hockey podcasting for a bit with my best bud because of that. Uh, but but I'm happy. I'm happy. You sound happy, man. You look happy right now. I mean, yeah. you're, you're you're absolutely glowing. Your podcast with the shirt off. I think your okay. texts are about to explode through okay. the camera, man. All right, okay. Hey, there's okay. a bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell the people. We're not posting the video on this, and I'm not trying to be a douchebag. When we record at the Posted Up Studios, since we only make about $27 a month here, uh, pff, we got to turn off the AC because the AC is too loud. You know, we don't got one of those high-tech silent AC systems. So 
I was rocking a rugby jersey right now, and I was just fucking drenched in sweat. Drenched in sweat. It's not. I'm not going through that to podcast with a dude who fucking broke my heart. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Uh yeah, Begsy, Begsy, the the bad guy here. It's uh, <laughs> a bad guy, Begsy. Sounds like a porno. Say, man? I've just been <laughs> just been trying to reconcile over the years, man. And uh, you know, maybe I let the listeners down, dropping the quickie, spending more family time, being just a downright lazy, degenerative piece of shit. Yeah, lazy. But you know what? Kind of like you, I I, I want to say the Canucks. Maybe they broke my spirit a bit too, man. Maybe they broke my spirit, and that's why I'm writing all these pieces about how they might improve. And you know, I do think that positive Begsy here. Let's get back to some positivity. Yeah. Yeah. I do think the Canucks can be a playoff team under Jim Benning, but what's depressing is that they will never, ever win a cup under Jim Benning. And I think the majority of Canucks fans understand that, unfortunately. Um, but again, you can put the rose-colored glasses on and, you know, Jack Rathbone, Vasily Podkoles, and join uh, a talented group of guys that have been drafted under Benning. But as we all know, this guy just can't stay away from the Gabranson's, the Sutters, the Beagles, the Myers of the world. And uh, it's just, it's a vicious cycle, man. I mean, I'm not sure what's next this off season. I'm a little scared to be honest. Um, I do think there's some things the team can do to improve though. And uh, one thing I want to get your thought on is, is buying out Brayden Holtby. I know it seems to be a contentious topic in Canucks nation and over Tannen's the no brainer. Uh, you know, hopefully it. there's even some termination there, but Brayden Holtby, that bio makes too much sense to me, man. Uh, I was going over his stats from the season of goalies to play 20 games or more, get the fourth worst save percentage in the NHL. Good job, Ben. I know. I know yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Um, but yeah, I hope you buy out. You know, it's going to save you $3.8 million this season, cost $1.9 on the cap next year. But again, you have $15 million coming off the books and useless Jim Benning money, except for Wong's recapture. But Erickson, Beagle, Roussel, and Wong's recapture all come off next season. So. I don't know how you feel, man, but to me, buying out Holby and finding a $1 million backup goaltender seems like a no-brainer for this cap trap team. And for, for all those people in the city of Vancouver who, you know, got to watch the bubble playoffs and, and fall in love with that, and I, I was I was there. You know, come on, sports fan, loyal sports fan, a real fucking sports fan. I'm talking about those motherfuckers who pick one team, one team, all right? It, it can happen after you go through a, a shitty stretch where one little playoff run can just can just fill you up. Feels like a fucking hit, right? A hit of something. You're just euphoric, and, and you're you're somewhat blind by by what could happen in that Braden Holpe signing, right? Look good. Hey, we need a, a veteran, solid goaltender because we lost Markstrom, and this team has to keep it going, right? Keep it going, all right? And a lot of people, uh, again, were on that boat and now kind of probably feel stupid about it, but I'm here to tell you, don't feel stupid about it. It's not your fault. It's Jim Benning's fault. It's another, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Maybe you were wrong as a fan with your opinion on that move, but how can the boss of your team that plays in Vancouver be wrong again? So wrong. So wrong. It's So uh, many times, too. It's, it's just, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. One of the worst signings, over the last couple of years, let's be honest, in the NHL, I know it's, I know it's a short-term deal, but it just did nothing. But again, handcuffed this team from making moves. Well, I think about it too, and I, and I know Tyler Toffoli's been beaten to death in this market, but mm-hmm. Brayden Holtby at a higher AAV than Tyler Toffoli this season, and I think that in itself is unfucking believable, man. Yo, Begsy, it really is. Let me tell you something, okay? How do I come back to the world of podcasting? saying the exact same shit. And this is one of the reasons why I left. I just told you. I hopped off of Twitter. 
I got out of there because nothing new was happening. It, it felt like Twitter looked the same once again like it did for, you know, the majority of the last six to seven years. I would say six of those seven years. Again, it just just looked the same, felt the same. All the things were being, it was just, what the fuck am I here for? What the fuck am I here for? And, and a big reason why I left the podcasting side of things is, yo, what else do I have to say? What else do I have to say? Your Vancouver Canucks, Vancouver, Vancouver, a, a place that loves hockey, been around for 52 years, haven't, hasn't seen shit, but buildings burned down. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And here we are looking at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's had a team for what? 20 plus years, right? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. They got three cups. Yeah, we got Jim Benning. Cups, we yeah. got Jim Benning. Yeah, it's a, it's I'm, a happy curse, man. I'm happy though. I'm happy though. I'm happy though. Why am I back? And, and I know I know what you mean. It, it is hard to, to to not talk about how shitty Jim Benning is, and you know that I that's what part of the reason we went to Silky and filled through. Like maybe this doesn't want to be like a Canucks only show. This isn't you know I know Tanbeer and the boys do a good job with that strictly Canucks talk show, but I always but wanted we do to do a better job. <laughs> Because we don't just talk about the Canucks, man. Exactly. Goes. I always want to go NHL wide with this, man. And I do think there's so much good hockey outside the league. And you know, Vancouver, the hockey's been pretty shit for six of the last seven years. And you know what? I've again, I've been writing for the about the Canucks through different platforms since 2013. So it's been eight years now. And I'm telling you, I felt like you know maybe 2015 aside, maybe it was a bit, a bit of a party boy back then. You know, you know from 2015, right? Um, but in 2020, when they played the playoffs last year. It was like the first time in a long time I felt like a fan more than just an analyst or writer of this team. It was the first time in a long time that I felt like myself. <laughs> All right. Like I was Kyle back. With the, with the Burgundy Canucks jersey came back 12 out. 12-year-old Kyle, just myself, bro. Myself. I can speak to, like what, maybe close to a million people. Millions of people. Millions of Vancouver Canucks fans, okay? You felt like yourself again. Because that is what we fucking deserve. We deserve not... Just a fucking sliver of success, but we deserve some success and we deserve some change. And there's just nothing to look at other than some star players. But just like there's nothing to look at. Oh, let me rephrase myself. There is nowhere where I can put my trust in this organization again. Like there's nowhere in my heart that I can do it if Jim Benning is still that guy. And he's been there for a long time. It's just my people don't deserve it. My people yeah, don't deserve it. It comes down to consumer confidence, right? When you want to step back and take the emotion out of it, it is it is consumer confidence in the market, and it yeah. is seriously eroding right now. You obviously have that small vocal minority that uh, we'll just talk about Benning's great, great draft picks, but I think for the most part, confidence is gone in this market, and I think most fans are smart enough to see past this whole, oh, it's just the COVID season and there was bad luck. And now I don't think the Canucks are as bad as they showed last season, I don't think anyone saw them finishing last in the North Division, but they're not a cup contender. They're probably a bubble playoff team. We talked two years ago, beginning of 2019-20, about this team being hashtag strong bubble team. Strong bubble team. And, and they're probably still a bubble team, in all honesty. We'll see what they do with this defense in the offseason. Still lots of decisions to be made. Wow. Um, but that's realistically where they are, and it's and it's hard to see them getting past that in the foreseeable future. And, and, and that's the frustrating, man. Then again, then again, we did see the Montreal Canadiens Go to the Stanley Cup final. I know everyone rolls their eyes because yeah. you know that's 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 a nightmare scenario when you think of someone like Jim Benning <laughs> yeah, or, other, would, or other GMs who are just half jaded and think their team has a shot when they really don't. But I mean, crazy things happen in hockey, man. And I, I think we got to get to our 2021 predictions review later. I know you had a couple doozies that uh, didn't quite work out. Uh, but Montreal and, was one team that flew under your radar, man. And they had a they did have a hell of a run. In fairness, oh yeah, I talked more shit about Montreal than than anyone and. 
you're totally right. Montreal having so much success this year is quite possibly the worst news if you're a Vancouver Canucks fan. Like, Canuck fan, I'm sorry. It really is. It really is because Jim Panic is just saying, see? See? You can turn mediocrity and, and do something with it. You can. You can look at that. And, man, it's... Well, look, I, I can't I believe I came back to the world of podcasting. It didn't change. You know, I told I told a friend today, right? I was like, she, she she was asking, like, what are you doing today? I was like, yeah, I'm podcasting. I'm podcasting today. It's been months. And she's like, are you excited? And I said, yeah, because I feel like I've gotten 100 times better for some reason. And then here I am, still the same. Unbelievable. No, for you and I, you, for you and I as Canuck fans, it's, it's top of our mind, especially as we enter an off season. We're in, a, in the midst of a week right now where the Canucks desperately should be making some moves so they don't have to protect guys like Matthew fucking Highmore. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a it's an intense time for the franchise. Obviously, Pedersen and Hughes are for contracts too. Uh, so uh, there's a reason why it's at the top of our minds right now. Yeah. Uh, on Silky Field, your home of puck talk and bullshit. Again, a lot of bullshit with Benning, but a I do hope that the Montreal Canadiens, he takes away the right lessons. And not just Benning, but every other GM takes away the right lessons from the Canadiens. I'm worried that Benning's going to go, oh, you need these big, strong defensemen. Let's get Gabranson and Spiza back here. Uh, obviously, Spiza is uh, close to retirement, a uh, bit of a joke there. But, you know, Montreal, one of the things that the Canucks can take from them is that Montreal rolled four strong lines in the playoffs. Like, all four of their lines were really fucking good. That last line was Stahl, Perry, Armia. Yeah. Uh, a couple well, of veterans down there. It was, it was really effective, man. So, I think the Canucks, again, I, I think when Miller's in the top six, Hoaglander, so he's a top six player. The top six yeah. is strong, but that bottom six is garbage, and that's what needs to be revamped. Exactly. Uh, and, and I think I think there's an opportunity to do that this offseason. Uh, whether it happens or not, who knows, but there's an opportunity to do so. Jim Benning, alongside those other crop, that other crop of, of GMs who, you know, are just masters at, at mediocrity, right? They believe in those things too. A four-line team and depth. They believe in those things. They just suck at executing. They just absolutely suck. And Vancouver... Does not deserve that, my city, my people. Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N, does not deserve that, okay? I'm happy, though. I'm happy, though. But, oh, yo, I only got a couple more minutes here, bro. You, you stress me out. I can, see, I, can feel my, I can feel my blood pressure just rising, but I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy, though. I got a couple more minutes. I'll give you five more minutes, Trevor. Then I, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. All right, man. All right, two, two more things I want to get to. Okay. Uh, the last thing I want to do is our predictions, but maybe just give me your thoughts on, on the playoffs and the cup final this year. No, Jim uh, Benning ruined defense. hockey for me. It ruined hockey? The he playoffs ruined, ruined hockey for no, you. No, Jim Benning ruined hockey for me. Couldn't oh, even do it. I just God. got jealous. Trevor, you know me, man. I'm a happy dude. I like to live my life. I like to smile, dog. I, I, I run away from envy. I run away from jealousy. I protect my peace, baby. I protect my peace. I'm not watching hockey. My heart breaks every time I watch hockey, all right? Because it's like, yo, we're so far away from this. We're so far away from this. Because Jim Benning is the general manager of the Vancouver Canucks. And, uh, bro, to be honest, again, I, I've been chasing peace. And, and you know what I do? Kyle Bowen. I've just been reading books. Reading mad books. Shout out Stevie Nicks. Shout out Fleetwood Mac. You know, a lot of cocaine. A lot of cocaine. And, and relationship drama. And breakups in Gold Dust Woman, uh, one of the autobiographies about Stevie Nicks. But I'll tell the people, you know, again, throughout the whole read, I was really asking myself, am I learning anything here? Is this purposeful? Am I wasting my time? Could I have just watched a YouTube video? Not because the like the story sucked or like the paragraph sucked or the words sucked or the author sucked, but because, again, 
what's the purpose of this? I could just be entertained via a YouTube video or a documentary. But by the end of the book, I realized that, holy shit, holy shit, I felt it. This is one of the most talented, most driven people ever in the world of music. And I say that because of the, the level the level of music she was producing and the amount of hits. Yes, hits that she had. So shout out to Stevie Nicks. Again, I've been protecting my piece. I'm not watching hockey. I'm reading books. Next question. How was the playoffs for you? Let me ask you. Sorry. Let me ask you, dog. Yeah, the playoffs for me, honestly, you know, you look at that second round, you had Colorado face off against Vegas, Tampa, Carolina. Like those two series got my hockey boner going for sure, man. I almost wish that those two series were the conference finals and that we had like a Tampa Bay, Vegas. I like, don't get me wrong. Like Montreal, I look at Montreal as my second team in all honesty. What? You know, growing up, my mom's was a Habs fan born yeah. in Montreal. And I want and I wanted to adopt someone who was also a winner. We know we know about the Canucks and, and their losing history. It was kind of nice to cheer on the Habs sometimes, a winning organization. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I always oh. ch- try to oh. cheer for the Habs when they're playing. Um, so I was happy to see them there, but at the same time, I just think Tampa and Vegas would have delivered a bit more entertaining entertainment value, but obviously Vegas didn't quite deserve to get there. But yeah, uh, yeah man, like Tampa, Carolina, Colorado, and Vegas, they're the cream of the crop in the NHL right now, man. And uh and a shout out to the New York Islanders too, who like to think how good Tampa is, yeah, and how close New York got to making it to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, uh, that was a hell of a run by them. And I think that I'm tossed, always though. underestimating their organization, but they're crazy. Yeah, man, you're right. You're right. That Tampa, such a talented team. So many good. Dude, pieces one of the most on the stacked team. teams of all time. Yeah, they, they had top six, three top six forwards in their bottom six. Man, like it's unbelievable. One of my favorite players to watch. Definitely is Braden Point. If you just watch him, I watched more of the Stanley Cup final than I did the rest of the uh, the playoffs. And again, I don't even think Braden Point was excellent in that series. Like I wish I saw him earlier in the playoffs when he was just dominating and scoring goals. But still, that guy is such a workhorse, such a talent, so good around the net, so driven, and a playoff performer. And yeah, shout out to Braden Point. And obviously, we could talk about Kucherov and Tampa cheating the system. But hey, if you're not cheating, you're not winning. Who gives a fuck? You think yeah. Tampa and that organization and their fans care about what we think about how Tampa went through these loopholes and still got Kucherov to take a fucking vacation and just come back in the playoffs and rip shit up? They don't give a fuck. That's smart. I want my team yeah. doing that. Yeah, I don't, I, don't the don't, I, don't, I don't care either, man. If, yeah. if you want to go without your best player for the whole regular season, like fucking go and look it. at it that way too. Look at it that way too. Straight up. Straight up. People just like to complain, man, when they lose and when they yeah, you know, and we do the same right here. What apes of this podcast has been complaining about our shitty organization. Yep, that's but, true. Uh, that's true. But I'll I'm give happy. you one more I'm thing happy, to complain I'm about. I'm happy. I'm happy though. I'm happy. Okay. Okay. Well, let me give you one more thing to complain about. Let me let's end the show with some of our predictions from the beginning of the 2021 Uh-oh. season. Run through them. We made about we made it about half the way through before uh, our relationship got a little rocky. But here we are, podcast about hockey again. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I always love to be here with you, bro. Uh, but I'll, I'll kind of uh, juggle through predictions Don't call me bro here. anymore. Don't call me bro anymore. All right, it's not like that, Trevor. We're just podcasters together, man. Rosef? No, no. Just podcasters, bro. Colleagues. Colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> You're my yeah. potty. Yeah. 100%. Uh, one of my predictions was that McDavid and Drysdale would both hit 100 points, but the Oilers would still miss the playoffs. I realized after that prediction that was really, really, really bold. I guess I was one-third right there, but there's still a hell of a season by McDavid to get yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, and still kind I'll- of close. Still kind of close. Like, that was a that was a really bold type of prop bet, and I feel as if – it kind of sort of happened. Yes, Edmonton made the playoffs, but they got swept and dry sided. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that was yeah. You smart guy, yo. No, uh, I'm like, trying, I man. You, like I said, these predictions might not sh- uh, go well on for you, but uh, for me, they're actually like 
some good and bad. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You predicted that Toronto would not make the playoffs. I loved it at the time. I wish you were right. Um, I, w- I was sort of right. What's that? I was sort of right, though. The first round yeah. the first round does not count for playoffs for Toronto and their fans. Okay, <laughs> so I was right. Toronto did not make the playoffs. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. What's five, six years, I guess, if you count the loss of Columbus, right, of them yeah. being on the first round? Yeah. Uh, Got to love Toronto, man. Uh, I predicted that Demko would have the second-best save percentage in Canada in the North Division, I should say, behind Jacob Markstrom. And? Uh, he actually finished fourth. So, um, and ahead of Markstrom, uh, ironically enough. Yeah. But, you know, the three of the names ahead of them, one was predictable. Connor Heldbuck had the third best in Canada. Mike Smith had the best save percentage in Canada. Who the fuck would have predicted that? That is some, me. That is some weird me. ass shit. I wouldn't let Mike Smith play for my ball hockey team. Okay. <laughs> Honestly speaking, dog. Honestly speaking. I don't like Mike Smith as a goaltender. Probably a good dude, but I don't trust that dude. I don't trust a lot no. of people in the world of hockey, to be honest. Well, I mean, that kind of uh, came to fruition in the playoffs with the Oilers getting swept. So, yeah. again, uh, for as bad of a season as we had, uh, the Oilers and Leafs suffered uh, heartbreak as well, which always feels good in Canucks Nation, for yeah. sure. Um, the, the other one was Jack Campbell. So, it went Smith, Campbell, Hellebuck, and then uh, and then Thatcher Demko. Markstrom, pretty mediocre season. Had the seventh best save percentage in Canada among 11 goalies that played more than 20 games. So, yeah, uh, but Calgary yeah. worked the shit out of him there. So Markstrom, that's you know what? That's what you get for picking the money over better tap water. I could I guarantee that the tap water in Alberta, because sometimes you don't have access. Even if you're a millionaire, you don't have access to you know to some clean ass bottled water or just one of those water jugs. Okay, sometimes you got to open up the tap, right? And I'm telling you, I'm telling you that tap water in Alberta is so nasty. It's so nasty. It's so nasty. If I was having a, a steak dinner or just any meaty-ass dinner or just big dinner in general, I would never never drink a glass of water with it. I'd rather have I'd rather have a fucking a can of Coke. All right, that shit. That shit. Basically heroin. Oh. Or a glass of homogenized milk than fucking drink the fucking tap water from Alberta. So, again, Markstrom drinking that tap water really did the damage to what could have been for the Calgary Flames. Yo, what do you get? What do you get against homogenized milk, man? What's wrong with that? I I just don't know anyone that over the age of eighteen or nineteen who, you know, drinks homogenized milk. I'm actually getting pretty stoked. I haven't had it in years, but apparently, once babies turn nine months, which my daughter is like a couple of days mm-hmm. away from doing, you can yeah, start giving them daughter. homogenized milk. So I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna dig into that. Yo, shit, how, man. It's been so long. How, how do you think? What type of example do you think you set for your daughter? when you gave up on podcasting like don't you think that you should have kept going because she needs a father figure who is determined disciplined focused resilient keeps the dream intact don't you want to teach her to chase her dreams and there you are you know getting lazy but whatever we don't have to answer that question you don't have to answer that question trevor yeah what can i say i mean uh, i'm not here to have I'm deep not, conver- I'm, not going, I'm not going for father of the year word uh yeah. um, but i'm going for podcaster <laughs> co-host of the year award with you kyle that's the dream. That's the dream. That's the dream. Uh, okay, a couple more predictions to get you from the season. Uh, I was uh, – sorry, I'll get to one of yours. You predicted that Montreal would finish sixth in the North Division. So, yeah. uh, nice work there. Nice work. You were, yeah, uh, you know, they, were, they, were, they were fourth and almost fell out in fairness. So, you weren't like that far off. Uh, but judging by the run, uh, yeah. it's not a great prediction. Not a great look. In life, you're wrong a lot and you're right a lot. 
Yep. True enough, man. Yeah. Uh, I was I was dead right about this prediction, actually. So uh, pat on the dick for this one. Okay. Uh, I, I predicted that Carolina would win the Central Division and Dallas would miss the playoffs. So uh, thank you all. There you go, man. Take that one. Basically the, the next Bob McKenzie, yo. Yeah, except uh, just more of an asshole and slightly better looking. You think you're um, better looking than Bob McKenzie? No, nah, that's not true, man. Come on. I, I don't have no the chance. head. I don't have the head. Yo, I would definitely yo, yeah, exactly. You don't have the head. You don't have the head. Bob McKenzie is a fucking Canadian stud, yo. Yeah, I have the eyebrows, but nothing else. Not the head, yeah. not the nose, not the hair. If nothing. he was single throughout his life, I don't think he'd have the career that he had because it'd be hard to stay away from that type of life as a single man, being the most important dude or one of the most important dudes in Canada and being on TV all the time and being sharp all the time. This guy's rocking suits all the time. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It happens, man. It happens. Yeah, I was uh, thinking okay. for a long time after what you did, but we'll get, yeah, I'll talk hey, anymore. Here we are. I'm man. happy, though. I'm here happy, though. we are. I don't have a gun to your head or anything. We're not even in the same yeah, room. Look yeah, at yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last prediction from you. Uh, you did predict that the Canucks would win the division. You were still sipping on a 40, drunk off that Pedersen. I know that is that is no more. That is no more. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, just thought I'd let you know that one. And, the, and my last prediction, I also got right. <laughs> I predicted before the season started. That Buffalo would win the draft lottery. Yo, you're good at this, man. When well, people I, also said the, I also said the Flames would win the North Division. So I mean, I, you know, there's 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 definitely L's, but uh, a couple good ones for me before the season started. When people come to the show, and we tell them, you know, it's all about puck talk and bullshit. You're you're definitely the puck talk, and I'm definitely the bullshit. Hey man, well we'll uh, we'll carry that moniker. May, there might be a little rebranding here in the future. Silicon Filthy, we've been around since 2018, been a while. Uh, we yeah. definitely took a long hiatus there. It could yeah. be a rebranding in the future, but I think puck talk and bullshit will always stick because that's that's just the fucking show, man. It's like that it's is like, the fucking show. It's like our relationship as not friends anymore, but call like colleagues. You know, we keep it together. We keep it together. It changes the ebbs and flows. And again, Trevor, I'm not doing this because. I'm looking to build our relationship up from heartbreak. I'm doing this because the sh- the show is bigger than us. It's bigger than yeah. us. The task at hand is bigger than us, and I feel as if I know I can't find anyone else to talk hockey with and bullshit with than you, and I need you for that task to be accomplished, and I think you could say the same. So, you know what? Yeah. I, I just, just end the show, man. I, I don't want to give you any advice. Because you don't deserve it. Well, I got to say, uh, I feel like, could I do this without you? There's just something special, man. There's something special here. Even though you pretty much gave up on hockey and stopped watching mm-hmm. altogether, mm-hmm. I do feel like you got a fire to you that makes you good behind the mic. And again, we got a busy week coming up here in the NHL. Uh, you know, the 2021-22 season coming up. And you know what? We're like, we're basically like leeches, man. You just can't get rid of us. Yeah. Uh, here we are in your ears once again. Like mm-hmm. motherfucking leeches, but you know leeches are apparently good for you. So let's say a little little Begsy and Bowen. It's uh, some tonic for the hockey soul. There you go, Begsy and Bowen. Keeping it short this time. Maybe we'll continue to keep it short because I can't stand this dude. And I I, I wish that you respected my fire back in the day when you stole the love of my life. All right. Now, again, I was young back in the day, but her and I we talked about having kids together, starting a family. Obviously, not at that moment. You know, young chat making 12 bucks an hour, just not really thinking about that. But, hey, we, yo, we named our future children, you know? 
And there was Begsy one of, was, was one of them Trevor? Because that might have been a sign. And there Begsy was. Again, when she told me she found someone else, I had no idea it was you up until two months ago when you spilled the beans. And a lot of respect on, you know, I, not, not a lot of respect, but I, it's hard. That, that was probably tough for you to do. It really was because you're risking our friendship. But fuck, dude. Fuck you, dude. Let's get out of oh, here, you know, dad. Having a, da- having a daughter now, I don't hold secrets anymore. You know? <laughs> We made it through almost 500 episodes on the network without me yeah. telling you. So, I mean, uh, I figured I had to break it, this, break it to you at some point, you know. Yeah. And I figured may as well kick you while you're down. Yeah. Uh, while you're all stressed out about Jim Benning and the Canucks getting sick of hockey. Yeah. I thought I'd just kind of pile on mm-hmm. uh, and, and let you process it for a bit. And, uh, yeah. yeah, here we are. Here we are as uh, frenemies, I'm going to call it. Frenemies. Yes. Frenemies. And, and every other hockey podcast out there. <laughs> Y'all the fucking enemies, all right? <laughs> Let's get out of here. My name Kyle Bowen. That's Trevor Beggs. Uh, again, my name, Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Uh, you don't got to really follow the other dude. He's just another dude. Uh, that was Silky and Filthy. You're home for Puck Talk and Bullshit. Uh, I guess this is on the Nux Misconduct Network. So go, go get that. Shout out to Bondi. Shout out to Bondi. Nick Bondi. Keeping it together, man. Keeping the network together with Power of the Tell. Yeah. Uh, lots of good conversations there. Rob Williams, Chris Faber, Vic Nazar, Patrick Johnson, Sat Shaw, all the last five guests on the show. So... Go check out Nick Bondi with Power of the Town. Nick Bondi is leaving. Nick Bondi is leaving the network. All right, straight up. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. He's leaving the the network. He's leaving the network. Hey, have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace.